This episode is sponsored by... How do I know that your promise will be kept? Roar. Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where this week we have consumed about six hours of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, uh, hi, I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez, who should have been better at this after 100 episodes. And with me today is Susan. How's it going, Susan? Pretty good. I think it was more than six hours. Really? Because it's like two and a half today hours. today was two hours and 40 minutes. Really? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> I didn't. I feel. I feel like I. I expected it to feel longer because it's like a BBC thing, and BBC things are generally pretty boring, unless they're Sherlock. Uh, so, yeah. I so it's probably it like seven longer. hours. An hour and a half plus two and a half plus two One and a half, half again. Was so, it that long? Yeah, because I think the the actual the the best movie out of the three of them are is like two and a half hours. Oh, so I meant I meant the middle one. Four, five, six. It's only it's like six and a half. Math, really fun. Um, so <laughs> we we watched the BBC uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Watched the Disney slash Walden me- Media version, which is like the only one that came out in theaters. There was a cartoon which I didn't even know about until two days ago, <laughs> which we also watched, and which I grew up watching. Um, Susan's been ribbing me about wh- wh- like basically reading the book along with the movie while we watched the BBC version. He did. He literally just sat there with the book and he was reading it at certain parts just to see if it was verbatim or not. Yeah, I kept having questions like, oh, is that how that happened in the book? Oh, is that how that happened in the book? Oh, that's a little different. Wait, that doesn't make sense. And so I just kept looking at the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're... Spoilers for all of this. So where do you want to start, Susan? I don't know. Are we <laughs> starting with our lives or are we just going into the movie? Oh, did you have anything to report? I didn't know if you had, like... I mean, I have to wear a mask on Monday. Okay. More. Uh, ho- hopefully, by the time that this comes out, it should be in, a, like, two weeks, three weeks from when we're recording. Hopefully, we'll be basically back to normal, because, like, May 15th, they're, like, really starting to lift up uh, a lot of the restrictions, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Just in time for my birthday. <clears throat> yes. Uh, do you want to say when your birthday is? May 17th. So everybody My wish... mom's is May 15th. Yeah. <laughs> I'll explain that in a second. Uh, the, everybody wish Susan a happy birthday on uh, <laughs> May 17th, if you, uh, if you think about if it. If this comes out before then, so that they can... Okay, now I have a deadline. That's great. Um, yeah, it'll probably be in two days from when you're hearing this, if if anything. Oh, dear. That would mean I'd have to get the emoji movie out like... Oh, spoilers. The I just... It doesn't I, matter because it'll I be out I believed it out. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, time. My brain. Um, I think we should start over. <laughs> okay. You want to? Okay. That's fine. Like the beginning of the story? Because I, I do have some. Um, I don't know. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah. Are we on? Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast where this week we've watched and consumed hours and hours of The Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, one of the longest titles of all time. And I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez. With me, as always, is Susan. How's it going, Susan? Pretty good. As most of the time, really. 
Um, <laughs> how's your week been? How have you been doing? Um, week was fine. I have to wear a mask starting Monday. Great. That's the update, I guess. No update on the match front. I, there's literally no prospects there. Yeah. Mostly people I want to hide from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. Uh, Though I did get a statistic in an email today that said over 111,000 single men joined Match in the last seven days. Yeah, that's what all of the targeted ads have been on Instagram for me recently. Oh, all these people are uh, joining dating apps right now. Learn how to send the best first message. You ever seen any of the... You None pro- of the guys that have reached out to me have taken that class. No. They're not very good also. they they The ones that, like the free ones that they give away, like openers, are always like slightly inappropriate. Mm. That would not work on... Definitely, you would just be like, this guy's a jerk and sw- swipe left, delete, block, block. <laughs> delete app, throw phone in the river. It would, yeah, it would not be Don't good. Don't patronize me. <laughs> you know what that means now. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Don't speak to me in a semi, <laughs> you sound nice, but you don't really mean it kind of way. Mm-hmm. And you're sounding superior all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Jerk. Yeah, what, what was that message? It's like, oh, you're cute or something, right? Something like that. Let me see. Yeah, so just take note, guys. Don't Don't let that be your first message. Oh, you're cute. Oh. That's pretty much what he said. It was like, oh, something like that. <laughs> you are. It's actually you're spelled you are. So cute. Aw. <laughs> so he's so he spelled like your correctly. He used the correct your. No. Oh, he didn't. Your. Your. You oh, are. The letters you are. The letters you are. Wow. Together even. Mm-hmm, right. Not even separated. You're right. Incredible. Because most people separate them. Do they though? And the one before that, which I haven't opened, so I don't know the rest of the message, but it starts by saying, hi, how are you? I like your eyes, so... <laughs> so, want to go on a date? I mean, it could say something, like, I don't know if so is the full word or not, but... Ridiculous. Compliments are nice, but not when they're creepy. <laughs> Especially when they're, like, main photo. If you imagine their main photo... Thing, it's weird. Right. If you imagine their main photo do like saying the the things you in person and you go, oh, <laughs> I want to talk to you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not a good combination. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've been wearing masks at work for like three weeks now. It's real fun. Uh, I've been wearing a bandana, uh, <laughs> which I like show to people outside of work and they're like, you look like you're trying to rob the place. <laughs> and I'm like, great, thanks. Um, but and the, we're recording this at like the beginning of May for those of you who might want a reference point as to when I'm wearing a mask and when he's been wearing a mask. Right, right. So other than that, like I think we're getting a little bit busier. I've been staying busy. They've been keeping me busy with emails and uh, scheduling truckloads and stuff. So it's it's been good. Like the our whole, um, all of my uh, fellow employees have been like, yeah, this, this month that actually went by pretty quickly, which is good when... You know, there's a pandemic going around. Good. To, so, yeah, it's been good. Um, it's <laughs> it's interesting the the difference between, like, my situation and all the people going stir crazy in their houses. I just, like, that's all of Twitter right now. Just, like, jokes about that and, like, people being like, you know, Dave, 572. 
and my cat is trying to kick me out of my house. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just all of that. And I'm just like, yep, pretty normal, except there's less traffic and uh, I have to be careful about germs. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, your cart gets wiped down for you. Mm-hmm. Only so many people, so many people allowed in the store. I can't get too close or cough near them because, you know, woo. Yeah. Sirens. Yep. So pretty normal. Just like the guy in uh, Monsters, Inc. has the sock on his back. <laughs> 2319. 2319. People coming down from the ceilings. Tackle him. Get him. Don't let him get away. Yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> this is normal life now. It's great. Okay. You want to talk about all of the Narnia things? Sure. Okay. How... Which one did you watch first? How did you grow up with this with this series? Um, hard to say. I can't remember which one I actually watched first. Okay. I it was pretty much intertwined <clears throat> that I would watch the BBC version. We would get it from the library, and eventually I owned the animated one, mm-hmm. which I don't think you knew. Even I didn't even existed. know this one existed until like two days ago. Yeah, blew my mind. So, uh. I just I watched the them both probably equally as much. I probably watched the animated one more as I grew up because it I owned it, whereas the right. BBC one we had to get from the library and we liked Silver Chair better, so we would get that <laughs> one from the library because so we had weird. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I gotta watch that because I feel like that one's the the scariest out of the out of the books. Yeah, it can be next on our agenda. <laughs> we have it sitting here. Um, yep. So the animated one came out in 1979. Right. The BBC one came out in 1988, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the Disney one, which came out in 2005. Yep. Dude, that was such a long wait in between those movies. It was back when movies, you know, came out three years apart because of all the visual effects that they had to do, and uh, also in a time in my life when three years was a third of my entire life, (laughs) you know, (laughs) 10 to 13, that's a long time. That's a long time. It's a really long time. Yeah. So, but you haven't read any of the books. I have not. Okay. I wasn't a reader anymore about the time that I would have been interested in reading them. So you were a reader at one point? Yeah. Right. I really liked Hardy Boys. Right. Did you ever read Nancy Drew then? No. Huh. That was boring. <laughs> Why was that boring? I don't know. I just didn't. I thought it was very boring. Interesting. I felt like they were at least pretty comparable. Probably. You know, maybe the boys got into I mean, more I like action boys i don't like girls though so. <laughs> <laughs> be real uh as friends or i don't understand to read about as main characters meaning i wanted to get married and have a husband someday okay so you're just more interested so it's about in boys gotcha okay. and i had a crush on them okay okay which one do you like better always frank interesting frank's the only one that i could remember the name of so i think i agree who's the other one joe okay great um, There's also a TV series of it, and that was I liked Frank in that my mom had a huge crush on Joe when she was uh, in high school. I was, this is really old. Yeah, that's excuse me. It's when I... she was on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it came out when like you were a kid, not when no, your mom when was a kid. No, my mom was high school okay. age. Wow. And I watched that, so I really should know. Like we watched it together. It was not great. Yeah, and Parker Stevenson and Sean Cassidy. For Incredible. anybody who might know who those people are. If nope. you watch Greenhouse Academy, you might know who Parker Stevenson is because he's the principal. Oh, Greenhouse Academy on Netflix. Yes. Uh, Susan, recommend? I recommend the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. The second and third season get darker, mm-hmm. but it's but 
the fourth season definitely had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, right. Really should just be two seasons because they're... Right, like, we talked... Did we, did we review this on the thing or we just talked about it forever? We just talked about it. I told you the right. whole story. Right, It's like an anime. They shouldn't... Uh, it should just be two seasons, but they split it up into four for some reason. Yeah, it's like four, eight episode seasons or something like that. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, Narnia. Um, so I read the all the books as a kid. Um all of them at least twice, probably Horse and His Boy and uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, I read the most. And now he's read it again? <laughs> Basically. Uh, Horse and His Boy, I've always said, is like my favorite just because it, like, you can pick it out as like a, a self-contained story that doesn't like stand on the shoulders of anything else, really. Like, it takes place in inside of the time frame of Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, like, when the four are kings and queens, but it's just completely separate. Um, gotcha. And uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm actually uh, this is I haven't really thought about this, but I think this is the only case of I read the book first, and then I watched the movie, and I like them both like equally. I really like *Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe* the book, and the 2005 version I really like as well. Um, and that's the only one you'd ever seen, right? Yeah, because I, I watched like five minutes of the BBC version because we got it from the library, and I was like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, it's nice outside. I'm not wasting my time with this. I'm going outside. Um, and I didn't, like I said, I didn't know that the cartoon existed at all. Right. So. So uh, I just opened up your uh, world today. D- yeah, uh-huh, a whole can of worms with this. Why? Why do we? Why can't we just watch the one thing and review it? We have to. We have to watch all the Pride and Prejudices before reviewing. Them. We <laughs> yeah, now we watch all, all these. the <laughs> Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobes before reviewing. It's ridiculous. It just gives you a more well-rounded perspective of the story. That's true too. We really did cram. I in feel a like lot. we definitely know what the book says at this point by watching. Right. So you wanna you wanna go in order of like comparing things or you want to just jump around because i think it'll be easier just to jump around probably easier yeah okay so something that i thought was uh interesting that when we were watching the cartoon i was like wasn't the wasn't the captain of like the wolves wasn't he uh morgan i was like it wasn't fenris ulf or whatever the crap they're calling him here is that a different wolf but Apparently, so Fenris Ulf is what they call him in the animated one. Right. To be clear, the other two say Morgrim. Which is like, it's it's Morgrim, which is, it's weird when uh, like British voices say stuff that is like how they say ours normally. That makes sense. Like when they say Morgrim, I'm like, yeah, it's, Mor- it's Morgrim because they're British and there's mm-hmm. an R there. And that's what that sounds like when they say ours. But no, it's like M-A-U-G-R-I-M. Uh, and that's what he was called originally. And then for some reason, C.S. Lewis pulled uh, George Lucas before G- George Lucas was even born. Um, and uh, <laughs> special edition. Revised. Yeah. His uh, his books and called him Fenris Ulf after it was like a play on a particular wolf from Norse mythology. Which I thought that was actually a cool idea, but it's Morgrim is kind of a Morgrim. I'm, I'm going to say Morgrim just because I'm going to forget. <laughs> Uh, it's a cooler na- sounding name, right? No, I can't pronounce it. Fenris Ulf or whatever is like, did he say what I think he said? Yeah. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, I was like, like, did he mean to say wolf? Because that's kind of I think. Right. I think Norse 
people like Nordic people spoke a language that is like uh, kind of brought into An English. Offshoot. Yeah, or like it developed parts of it developed into English. So that's why it kind of sounds like wolf. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Uh, that kind of struck me as weird. Did you have Did you have any differences that you wanted to off the top of your head? Because I got more. Oh, I I mean I think we kind of just deduced after watching these three that the animated one is very similar to the book. The only difference that we found yep. really was the fact that there was no Father Christmas shown um aslan actually gives the The, kids their gifts right the shield and the sword and bow and arrow and the potion and everything like those all come from aslan instead of father christmas whereas in the book and the rest of the versions there's father christmas right which is kind of important i feel like because him coming back was like the first sign of the white did reference father christmas in the animated one with the fox and the squirrels eating at the table father christmas had been there okay right that's true um aslan knights peter in a different way in every single version yep that was funny what is it with his head in bbc bbc version with the sword and we have no idea how he's holding the sword yeah in the animated one you just see the sword (laughs) touch his shoulders right uh and then i think actually in the book he uses the sword. So there's two that match. Uh, like we said, animated. Animated version is always going to be the correct one, except for what you just said. Right. And in the 2005 Disney version, he just uses his paw, which I feel like is a weapon enough. Like that <laughs> yeah. one kind of made the most sense to me. Just because like, where is he? How is he going to hold the sword? He's going to hold the sword in his mouth. I don't know why I have that in my head, like envisioned in right. my head. I don't know. Because it wasn't in any of these. Right. So. And you didn't read the book, so you wouldn't have just like imagined it for yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Susan fighting in the book was not a thing. Um, oh, right. Not to be confused by me. Right. I was so thrown off. Her <laughs> I could see <laughs> it in like, your face. You're like, what? What? Oh. <laughs> me? Huh? <laughs> I'm right here. What are you talking about? Yeah. And she, I mean, the only thing she, f- the only one she fought in, of course, was the 2005 Narnia one. So to finish kind of what I was saying is the most inaccurate to the book would be the 2005 mm-hmm. Narnia one. The verbiage was pretty verbatim in the BBC one and the animated Right, and I think if you combine the two of them, it would really have like most of the book, and like they have right. different scenes that they focus on and stuff they cut out, but most of the actual content that they leave in is like verbatim, right. like a surprising amount of it is verbatim. Uh, there's stuff in the 2005 version that's like exactly the same as the book, um, like the phrasing that Father Christmas uses, you know. They're not. There's right, these are tools. Right. I mean, obviously the story is very similar, so they have yeah stuff. That's right, but the I, same. I feel like, and also the uh, Tomnus's whole scene was like, well, they cut some, they cut some stuff out for, but I feel like the stuff that they cut out was made this made it kind of flow a little quicker and left room for like I don't know cool action scenes and stuff. Like they could take more time looking at the you know flying over the entire battle scene before it starts and stuff mm. um and I, so i think that most of the creative choices that they make I in mean, the 2005 I definitely version personally good. wouldn't don't mind the fact that the mr tomnus scene would be shorter i always as a kid i always thought that was the most boring scene in the whole movie no matter didn't matter what version i was watching 
the part where they I first meet. It. Yeah, when he's like taking her to his house and mm. lulls her to sleep and plays the flute and <laughs> then Lulling cries for 10 minutes and mm. she's like, you just let me go. Like watching it in all three of these versions again, it's definitely shorter in the 2005. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, as a kid, I would have much preferred the length of that in the 2005 version than the other two because it just like it was always i was always a i like high paced fast pace high right. action fast paced stuff right and it was just always so boring and i usually didn't like slow songs and anything so it kind of was sense. just like a slow song to me for those scenes but you when did you see the 2005 version first um probably pretty close to when it came out on dvd because i don't think i went to see it in theater or anything okay, so like 2006 2007 probably because it took a long time for stuff to come out which would have been DVD. my senior year of high school okay which would have been yeah that year? okay 2007 is when i graduated so okay like my sophomore junior or senior year right okay so it I was very have... excited about it though because okay. i just love the story and did you like it when you first saw it I believe so, yeah. Okay. I still like it, so. Right. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, my point was that all the stuff that they changed, I feel like, really was a good thing in the 2005 version. Except for maybe the the reactions of, like, St. Oh, Peter. Peter and the, the other three. Or Peter and Susan, really. How they treated Lucy when she came back. Like, all the other versions, she's they're like, funny joke, Lou. That's it's fine. We you got us. You and know? then they're more concerned about her mental stability after that. They're not mad at her. Right, right. And they're not. Yeah, they're not like. All right. I, look, you, that's enough. I Both think of you I are like. Stupid. Shut up. I like the character development better in the BBC and animated for the four hmm. humans. I don't like. And Gabe and I talked about this off air a couple of days ago about we also watched the 2000 whatever not five obviously but the prince caspian mm. and um eight i want to say i was just kind of like questioning how certain characters were acting oh yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. their character and i'm just like that doesn't make sense that doesn't seem like something that c.s lewis would have written and so i think the way that the 2005 version kind of portrays their characters leads into the Prince Caspian one, which doesn't do it any favors. It doesn't do the first one any favors because of the way that they were able to lead into the second one? I don't understand. It Like they're childish at the end of uh, Chronicles of Narnia, like the first one? Yeah, it's just that, and they, they don't, they don't ever really get along very well. Hmm. And it, it, that just doesn't seem right. I mean, the way they, even being kings and queens and whatever, I just, really? I don't, I don't think the beginning of Prince Caspian is really what I'm talking about more than anything, which I know we're not technically talking about that, but yeah, we'll talk about that later, <laughs> but I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I think part of the way they, they were always bickering even yeah. in, in the 2005 Chronicles of Narnia, mm -hmm. they're always bickering, always fighting, even the ones that liked each other. Okay. I feel like they were just, I, they were just not as happy yeah, with people. I feel like that's pretty accurate to having siblings i don't know it, not to <laughs> me so <laughs> i don't know isn't it though i wasn't allowed to fight my sister so okay right yeah and sure i mean argue verbally we definitely weren't allowed to physically fight 
Right. <laughs> I kept saying that if I was Peter in the 2005 version, their size difference isn't like astronomical. So I'm just like, man, if I was Peter, I'd punch that kid in the face. <laughs> just shut up. Shut up, Edmund. Cut it out. Such a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. But I never had little brothers. So I, I don't know what that's actually like technically. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just like the characters better in the older versions. Than They're the definitely nicer people. Yeah. They're people that you want to root for a little more. Yeah. Less self-absorbed, less selfish, which if you think about it, though, the people that produced the 2005 version are in today's time where people are more selfish and more self-absorbed. Mm. So if you look at it from that perspective, right? Interesting. it would be different. It's the different mentality now because <laughs> you know how people are. They might think those people aren't that self-absorbed and whatever, but really they are, especially when comparing them to how that would have been. In yeah, years ago. the forties, I guess this would be because uh, it's like World War Two. So if I have my history right, it said it at the beginning of the one we just watched. I'm pretty sure it said 1940. Okay, well, there you go. Um, yeah, so the 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 women didn't fight. In oh, the and book. I definitely like that better. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want the women fighting. <laughs> you don't want the look. Susan has a bow and arrow. My least, one of my least favorite things in like action movies with somebody as an archer is then when they start hitting people with their freaking bow. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> By the way, I you love like the when bow people and do arrow. that. I just love the bow and arrow as a weapon. It's like one of my favorite things. It's a long range weapon. When you get up close, you need to have some kind of. It's you need not a knife, that you need long a sword. of a range weapon though, because you have to be close enough that it'll. Okay, penetrate. It's, it's still a ranged weapon. Like yeah, you can't. You're up close, you're going to get overwhelmed immediately. Oh, yeah. You might get lucky once or twice. Which is a decent weapon for a girl because you don't really ever want them to have to exactly. be close to the action. Exactly. Which, That's what obviously, they don't do in the 2005 version. No. Uh, More I so forget. in Prince Caspian than the wardrobe. Where I'm confusing a couple of scenes in that because we watched them both. We watched them both back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen Prince Caspian <clears throat> way more. Yep. Uh, I was curious if the... Which ones the witch had a wand and which ones the, she had a staff. She only had a staff in the 2005 version. All the other ones were a wand of differing, you know, they looks. They called it a wand, though, didn't they? <sighs> in the 2005 version? Uh, it was just so much bigger. It was a, it was a staff. It was yeah, a spear. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, for lack of a better. But she... They might have called it a I'm wand. I'm pretty sure they called it a wand on all of them. Okay. You might be right about that. They just that. made it way more, just like they do, bigger, grander. Right. And then something that I was like really digging into is why didn't the w- White Witch immediately kill Edmund? And it's a little bit different in each one. Like the, in each movie, yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's a really like delicate situation because she, she's trying to cheat a prophecy and cheat like destiny. So she kind of has to play it like very carefully. Yeah. But <clears throat> I feel like w- which version is it that she kind of learns everything all at once and then should have just... Killed him. Both BBC and animated, she learns everything at once. The only one she doesn't is the 2005 where Edmund, when they find the table of the people celebrating because Father Christmas had been there, he says the stuff to save them, and then she, of course, turns them into stone anyways. In the 2005 version? Mm-hmm. There's the people celebrating in that one? All three of them had that. They were just different. Really? Mm-hmm. Now I can't remember that part. I've had so much Narnia shoved into my head. I'm, I wasn't it when the fox 
like the wolves brought, brought the fox to the white witch and he was like yeah i'm on your side i promise and she's like no you're not and is about to kill him and then edmund's like wait i heard that they're at the stone table oh you might be right i thought there was i don't think there's any celebrating animals in that oh i know what i'm thinking of it's the when they go into the hole that beaver has when they come out the badger's family is stone already yes that's i was like there's a group of stone people in that Mm -hmm. that's what i'm thinking of you're right though it is the save the fox okay which the fox is the one that's at the table celebrating with the squirrels right in the other two versions Mm -hmm. they just totally change his character Mm -hmm. and which is another thing i don't like about the 2005 version is they make the beavers seem very untrusting about the fox and the fox is always on their side doing something good Right. They say he looks a lot like the bad guy. I think they were talking about him looking like a wolf, which is weird because dogs are on their side. Right. It was just it was just very poor, not book related, not yeah necessary that, not yeah. that thing. He does. Mm, I don't know, but he ma- it makes him a character that shows up a couple of times rather than like a group of characters that are all just kind of there and then they all turn he to stone. Has, he has. <laughs> he has been here. And in that uh, in that scene as well, that squirrel that blurts out the thing that gets them all killed, you don't always know how old it is. The animals or like, are. Yeah. The, in the book, they're like, the youngest squirrel like couldn't contain himself. And it's like, he has been here. He has been here. And you're like, okay, all right. It's, so it's, it's a, a squirrel. little kid who doesn't know any better. <laughs> yeah. It's a baby squirrel that's like super hyper and excited. And so, of course, she did something stupid. Tiny little brain, all excitement. Crazy. Right. Of course he did something. But like the other ones are just like, it's a normal sized squirrel. The voice sounds yeah, like that. I mean, that in both, because, even the cartoon, like yeah. they didn't even try to make the squirrels look small. <laughs> right. Voice sounds like that because he's a squirrel, not because he's two. Right. So it's just, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't know about that. It was a little bit like, oh, that the book explains sense. that. Now that makes sense. I will say the BBC version did a better job or did the best job of helping you know what they were thinking. Mm. Because There's a lot of inner monologue, yeah. They kind like of talk out loud a lot, it, like, especially like, Edmund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like modern modern himself. movies would be like, oh, that's like that's real tacky. The I like it because stuff. of like when you were reading the book earlier in the afternoon, you said a couple things that Edmund had said or whatever, and then he did it in the BBC version. He like said it out loud, and I was like, okay, that's something that's just never portrayed in the movies and then i was like well actually it was portrayed in the bbc version about the fact that he had good he knew that going to the white witch's house was bad but they don't ever imply that in the 2005 one or the animated one they just have him mad at everyone and i'm going to the witch's house no matter what right yeah whereas in the bbc he has his conscience to deal with right they have him go without his coat too which would have frozen to death in the animated geography with all of these are weird both of them Actually, the 2005 and animated, he's without a coat, right? Yeah, you're right. It's just the BBC one where there's they they like overdo the coats in the BBC one. Like they take way too much time putting it on and off. <laughs> Lucy yeah. puts one on the first time she goes out. Lucy and Edmund both put them on when they go in the next time, and then they all four put them on when they mm-hmm. go the next time. And then, like I said, and Edmund, they have boots. Oh yeah, and they took the time to put boots on. Mm-hmm. And then Edmund takes his coat when he goes to see the white witch and then the other three 
put their coats on before running out to <laughs> search for Edmund two feet away from the entrance to the dam. Yeah. And it's just like a little too much into the coat thing. There's Unless a lot they of... were worried about making their actors cold because I think it was legit snow <laughs> in the BBC one. Which would have been the only legit th- like weather thing in the whole in the whole thing. The The rain looks so fake in that. All, all of that, the whole BBC version was just like, oh man, you really had like five bucks to make this, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and all these in actors the BBC like, one, they had animated characters. Yeah, which was interesting. Yeah. It didn't look... It's kind of like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Well, just a little worse. Um, it didn't look horrible. Mm-hmm. It didn't look real. Right, not by But it means. wasn't like... Weird. Yeah. You kind of like... We're using like, oh, okay, your imagination a yeah. little more with that rather than going, oh my gosh, it looks like I mean, like I a- see that they couldn't have made that in a costume, so right, like they had to do something. Right. Especially oh. like the flying characters and stuff. I love all the different designs that they do for the, I don't know, <laughs> warbles and the who's hags. it's and the what's it's and the, yeah, and the hags and the all the stuff that they make Ghouls up. And- all three of them like do different things. Uh, the, the 2005 version mostly stays to like actual like uh, monsters and, and mythical stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a hag. Okay, that's a harpy. All right, that's a... But mm-hmm. in the other ones, I'm like, okay, wait, that bull is supposed to have, like, the bottom half of a bull and not just be a naked man with a with the head of a bull. Oh, gosh, a naked <laughs> man. There literally was a naked man in yeah. the animated one. Like, and I was like, that guy keeps appearing. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, like one was a lizard in the BBC version. There was a, just, just a, just an ogre looking thing with the rest of the body was like human for in the, in the animated one. It was just weird. Like the, the stuff that they come up with. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. And they were all different and they were all very creepy. And when I watched all, all of them, creative. it didn't matter which one, even the senior in high school or whatever it was when the one came out, I did not watch the stone table scene right in any of them. Not even the animated one. And those are all pretty verbatim, too. Like, Oh, yeah. I was just like watching the same thing over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically we did, but... <laughs> but um, they were exactly, exactly the, the same. Yeah, the verbiage, everything. The only thing... Uh, one thing that the um, 2005 version didn't have in that scene that mm-hmm. I dislike that they're missing is the muzzle. They had the muzzle. I mean, they tied his mouth. They kind of tied his mouth with the rope, but it's just like, let him be tied, and they mm-hmm. tie him. They didn't make a big deal about the muzzle or unmuzzling him, because right. for me, um, and I, we might get into this towards the end of the episode, but... The analogs? The... Mu- the m- whatever you call that. Analog? Analog? <laughs> allegory? Allo- yeah. The allegory part? I feel like analog is a is a thing as well. I, I mean, analog is a word. Yeah, 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 but... I think I'm using it correctly. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, but to me, that represents the crown of thorns. So I don't like the fact that it's missing. Oh. Okay. Interesting. All right. Sure. So that that's one thing. that that That's like one of the only things that's not in the 2005, that particular scene that's in all the rest of them. Okay. There's blood in the BBC version. Yeah, that blew my mind. I was like, wow, they were... I mean, he I guess even, they... There's like this whole part about him wiping his sword. I was going to ask you if that was in the book. Yes. It was verbatim the the BBC version, I think, actually. Okay, they were makes like, sense. never forget to clean your your blade. Which makes sense why they would cut that out in the other versions. They because uh, they can't really show blood in right. PG stuff. <laughs> it's kind of dumb in the 2005 version. They uh, he says clean your blade, and you just saw the blade like 
not completely clean. Yeah, not bloody at all. Right. It's like okay. Even though the f- wolf landed on him. Mm-hmm. At least I'm pretty sure. I'm fairly certain you you saw it. Yeah, because you said something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you go. I remember. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably think of some more. Do you have any more things before we go to the allegories? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay. Like you said, it'll probably come up as we're right. Little tiny thing. The the colors of the and sizes really of like some of the armor, the gifts and stuff. The sword mm. that Peter has is I don't think the inscription is in anything else. Um, I just thought of that. But the the hilt is supposed to be gold. It is gold in the BBC version. It's not in the 2005. Don't remember if there's anything special about the sword in the cartoon. It's gold handle with silver blade okay yeah so that's the the handles the hilt um and it should have the silver blade the bbc version for some reason like the the shield is like tan with the red lion the in with a gold gold trim trim yeah in the 2005 version it looks just like it should in the book like like just like the book says silver with the with the red lion mm-hmm. i don't i don't think it I mentions there was supposed the, to be a trim on it i don't know if it book. mentions the trim and uh, <laughs> I've got done looking at looking at stuff okay. up in the book because it'll take too long. Um, I think I think that was it as far as the the look of things. It was the cordial was supposed to be in a glass looking container. Uh, it even says that later the Narnians believed that it was made out of diamond, so it should look like glass. In the BBC versions, like gold. Uh, I thought it was glass, but it had like a gold wire wrapped around it to make it a necklace. It's a lot of gold wire, if that's the case. There was a lot of gold wire. Because to me, it looked like it was solid gold. Okay. I didn't see it that way. Okay. Interesting. Um, oh, another thing that we did. I, speaking of something I didn't see that way, the in the cartoon when we watched it just what yesterday, I was like, they were playing hide and seek twice. But they weren't. Oh, right. They mm-hmm. were just exploring. And the other ones, it's more explicit because it starts out, the cartoon starts out as they're exploring and like Lucy comes back and that's like the first thing and then they flash back to in her actually going in. 2005 though. <clears throat> they, like, sh- she finds it in the first place doing hide and seek. Right, which is wrong. Right. And then goes back in the middle of the night and Edmund right, follows which her. doesn't happen. Which to me is like kind of a more logical series of events like initially going in the wardrobe because she hide and seek yeah because of hide and seek and not because she was exploring and just wanted to go inside for like no reason um the exploring thing is kind of weird to me because i can understand going into the wardrobe if you're exploring if it was a room with a bunch of different stuff in it Mm -hmm. but it's literally a room with in all of them it's in a room by itself Right. All three versions. doesn't matter which version. Right. No, that's how it's supposed to be. But I'm saying the BBC version, like, they explicitly show them peeking into interesting rooms and then going into a boring, oh, right. yeah. empty Bo- room. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. They all walk into this room for no reason at all and then leave. And then Lucy's like, wait, there's a wardrobe back here. Let me look into it. Yeah. And she climbs in, which is even more weird. Right. Right. Well, they didn't have a they didn't have much of a score in the BBC version, which kind of bothered me at some points. So I'm like, this would be helped. The emotion would be really helped with a more of a score in this area. Yeah, the only time I noticed music was when they were saying the prophecy parts in the Beavers Dam. Okay. When they were talking, and whenever they would say, "When Adam sh- 
Aslan. No, when Adam's flesh oh, and oh. Adam's bones, as a care paravel thrones, the queen's reign will end or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evil but. time will be over and done. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But like they said, when they said that, and then when they said the thing about Aslan shakes his mane, bears his teeth, whatever, mm-hmm. which was verbatim in all three. Yep. Um, if you're going to get one thing right, get the prophecy right. I right. Mean, come on. <laughs> um, then they did, the, they had some weird music in the background. The, probably the only reason I noticed is because I was kind of like, this is weird. Right. And it was like super obvious type of, type of like a uh, scene to put that in. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the the wall, like made a sound, and I was like, "Oh, that doesn't sound good." Uh, um, okay. I was sure no, 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 no. <laughs> Scared Susan. Um, <laughs> Just <laughs> something climbing up the wall. All right, you want to go into some uh, allegories, all out of order? There was, oh my gosh, we just noticed more. I noticed more than ever before. Yeah, watching it this time. Okay, I, I remember and watching the, one. the 2005 one is where we started and. It's when I was really thinking about the allegories was during the 2005 one. Right. We thought of a couple more when watching the other ones, but... So hopefully we'll, we'll be able to remember a good chunk of them. One that I just thought of was uh, we were talking today in our you know home church Bible study that uh, Susan's family does and several other families that I come to. Right. Uh, we were talking about the fact that Peter was often like the the first among the disciples to do stuff and kind of the the leader whenever whenever we whenever they needed a leader like he was the first one to do stuff and Peter is the, the oldest Simon Peter yeah Saint Peter is that what I is that what I said I said Simon Peter yeah that's who you were talking about yes just to be clear not the Narnia Peter right right yeah I was yeah. just trying to sorry because <laughs> I was like wait I don't know yeah yeah Simon Peter in the Bible was the first one to do stuff among the apostles and was like the leader. Yes. And so uh, it was interesting. I was like, oh, duh. Peter's the oldest in the, you know, out of the Pevensies and he's the leader. Okay, cool. Easy. Um, mm-hmm. Edmund goes back and forth between being like Judas mm-hmm. and, but because he was redeemed, he's like us. He's like, yeah, I mean, ultimately he's a representation of us. Right, but there's some like very Judasy like moments, like when they're in the Beavers Dam and they're having dinner. He leaves, like uh, you know, Which like Judas we, did during the last supper. We determined that the, yeah, it was the Last Supper, the be in the Beavers' home when they're eating. It's right. kind of like the Last Supper. Uh huh. And then yeah, Edmund leaves, aka Judas. Right. The Turkish delight. I came up with this was like, oh, uh, I was like, do you remember that part in? The during the Last Supper when you know Jesus said they're all asking him who will betray you, and Jesus says you know the the one to dip his whatever into bread the into dish the bread into mm-hmm. the dish the with me, and then like it, it in the Bible it seems like Judas immediately does it and like no one says anything, which, which I would have so been like weird. It's yeah. like they were totally blinded to everything like they weren't supposed to get it right like if peter like put two and two together i feel like he's the type of guy that would like jump over the table at judas and like start like throttling the guy exactly i don't understand how that happened anyway he when he had the turkish delight it seemed like it was the the same type of thing oh because the in the bible where it says that satan enters him right satan enters him after it kind of seems like after the bread thing happens after the Turkish delight, yeah, which uh, in the in the book is more explained, 
mm-hmm. because they said it's enchanted Turkish delight. And once you have it, you want to eat it until you die. Right. Eat from and gorging eat. yourself. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. And Which is totally enlightening. Yeah. Coming from someone who's never read the book and watching all of these movies, like. Yes, you understand that he wants more Turkish delight, but it is not ever explained that he like needs it. Like right. he's addicted to it and he can't cuz it's just so dumb. It's always been dumb to me mm. how Edmund always wants the Turkish delight and she says there's rooms and rooms of Turkish delight. I'm like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would anyone fall for that? Right. Obviously she doesn't have rooms piled high with Turkish delight, you know. Right. The one thing that he said he like, that was his favorite thing. Why would the castle just, for some reason, have your favorite food in it? You know, rooms right. and rooms um, of it. That's a difference in the three. Right. <laughs> she just did the 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 German three, by the way, for for everybody. This is American Sign Language. That is the German three as this well. Is, this and is so that's the, the first thing that I three. think of. Mm-hmm. My sister would get mad if I didn't do it this way. Unbelievable. Um, That's one other thing that the animated didn't do correctly. Remember, she just made Turkish Delight and gave it to him. Whereas in the right. other two, she asks, what do you like? And he, they, he and says, he says which is delight. unlike the book. The, the book asks, right? Yeah. The book, the book he, asks him, what, he says, what's your favorite? Right. He says Turkish Delight and not her, not the, the White not Witch doesn't offer it. making it appear all right. of a sudden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the droplet of whatever she drops into the snow no. to make the stuff in the BBC version looked like human spit or like gel or something to me it looked like corn syrup i don't know if any of you are very familiar with corn syrup Mm -hmm. but it literally looked like she like took a huge drop of corn syrup that's as thick as molasses and just went yeah it was disgusting it looked pretty kind it looked kind of gross i will admit (laughs) so bad uh what other what other allegories we got got some obvious ones with aslan right uh him being jesus Mm -hmm. and all um but like, so we said him getting his mane cut off was kind of like when Jesus had his beard ripped out. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and stripped of all his clothing. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, when the, they took all his clothes off and put a robe on him and yep. who hit you and crown of thorns, like I said, muzzle. There was me. a lot of jeering that went on during the stone table and Jesus being crucified. He walked up silent. Yep. Which, I mean, that's completely biblical that was prophesied in the old testament and then jesus was silent and that's why pontius pilate and everything was like yep silent like a lamb to the slaughter defend yourself yeah (laughs) um the disciples watching from a distance like the the two pevensey girls watching jesus die from i would say for me that seems more like um the women watching from a distance okay they were like at the foot of the cross though Kind of. I've been taught differently, two different ways with that. They mm-hmm. say, some of them say they were at the foot of the cross, but others say they were at a distance because the crucified people were naked, like okay. completely naked. So it like wasn't appropriate for them to be Interesting. within a certain distance of them. So the women were required to be right further I mean, away. But obviously Jesus can't say your mother, right. your son, if they're like, on another right. hill over there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was gonna say John and so Mary's if it was mother his were close. mother, she might it might be a little bit different. I don't yeah. know how that works. Um, but that was just something that I'd been told as a kid, well, actually in Bible class a long time ago. Right. The women. But there would have been hill. like, yeah, that's that's interesting. I I really never I never think too much about Jesus being completely naked on the on the cross. 
Right, because you never see it anywhere. and Yeah, and I don't really want to either. Right. It's not, like, not appropriate. But, right. yeah. Yeah, it's just something okay. that you don't think about. But he was. He was <laughs> it's the worst thing right, ever. Right, yeah. In all it's, forms. It's, uh, <clears throat> like, part of, that was part of it. The humiliation was a part of the, you know, right. public execution. Right, exactly. Which I think yeah. they do pretty decently in the Chronicles of Narnia with... Aslan because of like cutting off the mane and tying him up and muzzling him and all that like that is literally taking every ounce of a lion like think of a big lion and Mm -hmm. doing that to it you know yeah they all say oh he's just a big cat right this is what you're afraid of yeah it just totally takes the glory away right and of course the white witch being the stand-in for the devil thinks she's won right and then the table cracking which is a great example of the curtain being torn in the temple yep we didn't um, talk about that one but so i was interested to see if we you hadn't had talked about one. it yet i don't like think said, we had mentioned i don't think that we one. had either um for me the mice and the girls trying to untie the knots um <clears throat> i feel like the mice is kind of a interesting example of joseph of arimathea and thomas coming and getting the body and oh. burying it because they were kind of strangers to jesus they didn't know jesus yeah um but they also did everything they could to take care of his body in the most respectful way that they knew how. Right. They were like followers from, from afar for and fear then, of the Jews. Right. And then the the Susan and Lucy kind of, to me, represent the women who followed them to the tomb to see where he was buried and then went to prepare spices, but they couldn't come back because it was Sabbath, so they had to wait. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's p- another reason that I feel like it was more like the women watching the crucifixion and everything because i feel like it was also the women who like left following and came back. the tomb mm-hmm. oh right okay hmm. i like it um i mean he rose but it was like immediately which was like huh. yeah that was very quick yeah um then people come back to life um which oh, is yeah. a huge yeah. thing um we if you, the okay don't think that we're like super bible geniuses or anything but we literally just studied the resurrection of jesus in our home church in the last month uh-huh. because we're you know relatively close to easter and everything so we've right. kind of like been reading up on this which is why a lot of the <laughs> stuff that happened to jesus is so fresh in my mind um it well, should be fresh in a, my mind anyway but uh-huh. the like the little nuances <laughs> about it are uh-huh. a little more fresh than they normally would be well, okay, for me, I've read and listened and had the Gospels read to me like five million times. The rest of the Bible, not so much. Twice, three times at most, you know. But so the the Gospel, like you asked me stuff about the Gospels, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you which, which gospel? gospel this was, but it's probably not John's if it's anything uh, of historical value. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I like giving John for a hard time. He his. His thing was theology, so, um, but yeah, I, I just so I could have told you the thing about the the people rising. It's almost a throwaway line in in the Bible because they're like, yeah, Jesus rose, and then you know people Punch rose from tombs. their graves, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like one line that's like never talked about or referenced ever again. Right, it's not, and it's it's pretty vague too. I just usually forget about it. See, like you're saying, yeah. it's one of those little side things, like when. Your boss just said something randomly and you're like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> this is happening? Right. Yeah. You didn't know? Uh, No, I didn't know. Uh, no, because your communication is incredible. <laughs> I found out something at work this week that was, oh, 
okay, we have to add something about what happened this week at the beginning later. Oh, you're right. Something epic happened to me this You're right. Okay. All right. I forgot. (laughs) Well, you guys already heard about it, so yeah. Spoilers? (laughs) All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's Um, the... What were we talking about? We were talking about the... um, So him going back to the witch's castle and bringing people back to life is kind of like the graves that were... Right, the people that opened rose. and people mm-hmm. that rose again afterwards. We never hear about if they're like if they just like appeared to people and then went to heaven or yeah, like did they have to die, suffer, yeah, dying all over and, again? Were their no. lives were they like healthy? <laughs> right, like, was you it know, like how, Lazarus? Why did they die originally? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, people sometimes Jesus is like, yeah, you suffered this to you know be the vessel of showing the glory of god so that i mean did they die from old age did they die from a disease oh, or a right. sickness mm-hmm. or like probably all what of it. made them die originally that so is it fixed now you know <laughs> like kind of thing right like lazarus dying twice just one thing and... that we didn't talk about that i feel like it's a similarity is also the wait, 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 wait. i want to i'm sorry remember whatever you're going to say but what do you think happened to those people though because i this is something i never really have talked about with anybody so i'm, I'm just I mean, curious just live life for a little bit longer. okay so you think it was like lazarus like they just came back yeah i mean i don't yeah okay see because i kind of always my first thought i feel was like it's always, more of an eyewitness like more proof to like that add he was, credence he to, he was. right add credence to jesus and yeah. the resurrection mm-hmm. i i kind of thought my first thought was always like they all had glorified bodies, but I've always been taught that the only glorified body in, well, I mean, that's just not completely true, but Jesus is like, like he's the, the only one really. Yeah. That has a glorified body. Which so if what. he was the first, then yeah, they couldn't have. Right. Cause they rose when he died. They rose when he, no, that he could, they could because he had already r- risen. If that, if, is that what you're saying? No, because they, the graves were open the second he died on the cross, so he didn't have his glorified body oh, yet. Oh, so I had it out of order. Okay, okay. See, I don't know. What when I'm the veil about. was torn, the graves were open. Okay, so so Lazarus's thing make, makes more sense than a glorified body. Then yes, that's what I. Yeah. Okay, and then the other thing is just like them appearing to people and then like, but still like being in going or going to heaven or what whatever. Yeah, who knows? I feel like they might have just died again. Because it's like graves were opened. To have graves open, like, you don't need graves to open if you're just, like, appearing to people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're still dead and whatever, you don't need right. that. Okay. Right. That's a lot of Lazaruses. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool because it shows that death has been reversed. Right. Which, in the... There was one version that said that... The BBC that said that even... Instead of saying even death will turn backwards... It said, like, work against itself or something. Mm. It was, like, not as cool. Like, mm-hmm. death turning backwards is just a cool, like, yeah, it does. It's mental just, image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more colorful. I like that better. And BBC was the only one that changed it. I was like, mm. It was even in the trivia. We were like, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's trivia on the BBC DVD. Okay. Which well, we aced, by the way. Heck, yeah, we did. What were you going to say? Um, one of the other similarities to Jesus is that she stabs him in the side. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like the spear in the side. And in the BBC version, the best, you can see the actual wound (laughs) Um, in Aslan. They don't ever show it again, though, once he's back to life, which I always found interesting. Mm. 
I feel like the way that the magic works in the deep magic in in Mm -hmm. Narnia, it wouldn't have. Which makes, I mean, that's, yeah. It makes the most sense, but like, I think in- What if it's an allegory? It isn't as um, Hmm. the same. Right. It would have given away things. Like, it would have made questions happen. So like, Jesus had an actual reason for- like there's there's no reason that he had to like keep the wounds when his body was risen and he was glorified but i think that he kept those on purpose and it was like hey i'm jesus look at the I look at my hands and my right. yeah, yeah it's i'm not a lookalike or right whatever and uh and i really did die look which at is this. kind of how which is kind of why i feel like aslan should have the same thing they didn't i don't think he wanted edmund to know mm, interesting which the bbc version is the only version that really drew attention to that right i don't remember ever thinking about that for the other two versions before the fact that edmund didn't know so i'm pretty sure the bbc version is the only one that said that and when susan and lucy were discussing whether or not to tell edmund right i was like they said one of the lines was imagine knowing that someone did that for you. Right. That's what Susan's argument is to Lucy to not tell Edmund. And I was like, yeah. So if we actually sit here and think about <laughs> what Jesus did for us, yeah, it should wreck us the way they were saying that it, should, it would have wrecked Edmund if they'd have told him. Right. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a, whoa, you know. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Moments wow. for me when we were watching it today. You can meditate on that for a while. Yeah. Man. Um. Yeah, you're right. I think the the book mentions it, and the BBC version highlights it, and the other two dropped it. In the um, animated version... She looks like she's seen a bug. I do. What happened? It's in the corner. All right, keep talking. In the animated version, it's going around. It's coming down. It's on Where? the corner. Where? On the edge, by the door. <laughs> this is great content. Yeah. <gasps> uh, definitely dropped it. Great. No, I didn't. Oh, you got I it? I thought I saw something, but I got it. I think it was a termite. Great. Either that or it's a giant freaking ant. Well, that's possible too. Mm. We have a termite or a carpenter ant. A carpenter Maybe. <laughs> that's not good. Well, do all termites have um, have uh, wings? We've completely derailed at this point. Does it have wings? No, it doesn't have wings. It looks like a bee. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. Gabe to the rescue. Thank you. I have defeated the ant. I called one Sir of those Gabriel a couple of days Bane. ago. We talk about that. Wolfsbane versus yeah, it was like Fenris Bane in the in the BBC version. No, the cartoon. It was Peter Fenris Bane because uh, they took the special edition of Narnia, the the Narnia books, because they changed the name of the wolf that he di- that he. That I'm trying he to killed. remember what I was saying. Oh, okay. She's just looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, I'm not really looking at you, even though I'm <laughs> looking at you. What uh, was I talking about? I don't know. Uh, the women and the disciples. Oh, so uh, the animated version <laughs> has when Aslan comes back to life and Lucy and Susan go to run to him, he's in this field of grass. And uh-huh. as soon as they get to him, he jumps away. In which version? Animated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. With all the flowers. Every time he lands, there's more flowers. Oh, and as he's walking, yeah, there's more uh-huh. flowers. That... Because I read that Wait, in the book afterwards. That always made me think. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in the book. The, okay, they that's play in the animated together. one. Together, yeah. Um, it's like 
right when they first see Aslan, it's always thought of it as don't touch me. I haven't uh, yet ascended uh-huh. to my father uh-huh. kind of thing because he like stays away from them. <laughs> it's not really that relevant because they do end up touching him and he doesn't like, you know, do anything, anything special. It, yeah. But it just makes me think of that when I saw that scene. Right. Interesting. I think they're uh, in that in the cartoon and the book. They're like Aslan says, and this has got to be super confusing for everybody. Uh, us keep like comparing the, the different ones. I just realized that my brain would have been melted by this point. In those two versions, the Aslan goes, I... You're talking the book and animated right now. Yes. They... I confused you even now. Just clarifying. <laughs> He's like, you know, I feel my strength like growing and, you know, I've got all this energy and I might just... And then he like starts jumping around and whatever and they're playing together and he's like, and now I might roar. Cover your ears. Which they did in the BBC version. They did I feel my strength returning. Cover your ears. Right. But they didn't do the jumping around or anything. Right. Because it's two dudes in a... Instead he just flies to the castle which probably would have used all that energy. Because <laughs> it was kind of one big jump. Yeah. Uh, it was... He flew. That one was kind of weird. That was weird. Yeah. I feel like... They had to do that because it was easier than having the the For two the dudes costume. jump around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I feel like they could have with the the part with where the white witch dies instead of having her fall off a cliff like a Disney villain uh, and really into like a gorge that was barely like six feet deep. Um, instead of doing that, like Aslan roaring her scares him, scaring her to death. Why mm-hmm. didn't they just make like a big stuffed? version of Aslan that they could have just thrown at the white witch like if you just show the white witch you know from a side view and then throw this giant stuffed animal at her it's gonna right. look okay for it's not gonna look Especially any considering worse considering everything else they did exactly in the, it's not gonna look any it. worse than anything else in your movie so I don't know why they were just like nah can't do it we're just gonna out of all the versions I definitely like the way the white witch dies in the animated one the best and the animated one he was... He lands on her and it's just like... Oh, and she disappears. And there's like black smoke and she's just gone. Okay. Which, as we've established, is just like the book because this cartoon is just like the book. Right. He pounces on her and she's like instantly dead. Yes. They don't say how in the book. It's just she's dead. Right. Whereas in... I never liked... I still don't like watching it. In the 2005 version... Aslan like jumps on her and then you like see her looking up at him mm-hmm. on the ground and then next you just kind of hear him doing yep he roars and the yeah, and makes like, like eats a, the camera yeah and it's just like that's kind of gross <laughs> like I'd rather she just died yeah I guess it's an unnecessary form of torture I feel like I don't know I just don't I don't like it it makes me think about it too much whereas right. if she just gets jumped on and it's she's just gone right it's like over right that's true I don't know. It, I, I always thought I that. I also like the sound effect. The, yeah, it's like a weird, like zappy magic sound. Yeah. yeah. Like you do it better epic. than I do. It's pretty good. What else you got? <sighs> um, I keep thinking of Prince Caspian things. <laughs> <That's my problem. laughs> yeah, I just thought Maybe of Prince the, Caspian. Oh, nope, no. Nope. I just thought of the bear thing that I thought was pretty funny. Ooh. Yes, what? definitely told the bear thing. Well, we can say that for the other one. Oh, that's Prince Caspian. You're right. Yeah, we're Never mind. Do, sorry. We're I thought it was for Prince this Caspian one. later. It's like, uh, oh wait, oh wait. I don't know. Another difference was the the giant not being in any anything except for BBC. the BBC version. 
Mm-hmm. The the fire effect. Okay, this is the one effect that I will praise in BBC. The BBC version. Mm-hmm. Them coming back to life from being stone when Aslan breathes on them is described in the book as like when you light the edge of a paper and it the fire kind of travels across the the paper. Mm-hmm. And in the BBC version, it's very similar, like kind of a fiery effect of them right. coming back. In the animated one, it's like ice. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like a diamondy, icy. Same thing, thing in the in the 2005 version. For some reason, I can't even picture the 2005 one. It just it's just a slow like turn back from. It's not there's not really a transition like line. Okay. Or anything, but it sounds like ice cracking and melting. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. The devil is really old and was there from the beginning of time, and so was the white witch. I wonder what was there before, like, what was Aslan before he was a lion? You know what I mean? Like, and then they, before they never... Before the beginning of time. Yeah, before the beginning of time and, like, the emperor beyond the sea. They never really talk much about him. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, God the Father. Just, like, little things like that. Oh, you know what? Okay, here's a, here's a really weird thing that I feel like C.S. Lewis did not think through. Um, and I feel like it'd be really funny to make a... Uh, story expand expanding on this expounding um <laughs> jadis the white witch is said in the book to be half giant and half like uh you said giant something earlier? with a j yeah yeah it was some made up like race that starts with a j and then half like giantess and the the first thing that starts with a j who's like actual the actual word i can't remember was said to be the descendant of Adam and Adam's first wife. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, like the part where I don't know, it's just like Adam having a a wife before Eve that like didn't work out. Like, I just think it's kind of funny sounding. Like an animal? Because that's no, all there it was were. like a humanoid. Something, something like, like one of the sons of God or sons of whatever they yeah, say. Yeah, like a son of Earth or something. Yeah. No, I mean like. So in Genesis, when it talks about yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking the, about. You know the gods come. What I forget something weird. It's weird, like the sons of God or the yeah. I don't know. It's weird the way it talks about them. It's very unclear as to whether or not they were actually. <laughs> it was like the sons of God human. looked down and thought that the uh, were very daughters beautiful. of Earth were very beautiful, and yeah. they had kids with them, and those people are the and, giants. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, and the 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 heroes of old, like they're kind of like. Uh, talked about like the Greek myths and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Another it's throwaway line in the Bible. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, so something like that. Some some like mythical humanoid woman was uh, <laughs> is said to be the first wife of Adam in Narnia, and that she that their kids, you know, was uh, later on had you know uh, Jadis the White Witch. I just thought that was like, oh man, all right, that's uh. So would you say that the Narnians are like angels and demons, depending on what side they're on? Yeah, sure. I feel like when they go to get Edmund, it's kind of like the Israelites when they fall into sin and they get sent over to Babylon or whatever, and then God rescues them, sends someone to rescue them. Right, which is they're like they're not in necessarily itself. clean of their sin, but they've been 
you know, rescued from that and can go back to their life. Right. Which uh, the Israelites being saved and sinning over and over is in itself, I feel like a, a, a type or like a prefiguration of us and like our like the whole world's salvation and like us sinning over and over and, uh, you know, God forgiving us whenever we come back to him. Uh, I'm trying to see if I, there's any other like random things. The the meeting with um did I ever did I ever say why uh White Witch the White Witch didn't kill Edmund? I feel like we got sidetracked immediately when I started that point. I you, I didn't even know you were going there. So okay, the in some versions they actually say that she remembers or like it occurs to her that oh if the prophecy is oh four, no, I understand what you're saying then if I kill Edmund then there won't be four people you know sitting in throne in Carabarvel and that'll end my reign uh so I'll just kill him and then that's when he gets saved right like it's kind of convenient that she didn't think of that before because I'm like if bad guys are always like I'll I'll gloat I'll I'll uh I'll bet it all on you know this person keeping this person alive and prisoner instead of just killing them immediately. Like, give me a break. Do you remember what I said as to why, or and it, like a reasoning behind it? No, what would you say? So. Because I've thought of, there's four different reasons. There's a different reason in each one. Allegory-wise. Uh-huh. Allegorically? Yeah, allegorical-wise. <laughs> Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, to me, it's kind of like how you were saying earlier, the disciples didn't get it Yeah. when Judas was handed the bread right? and dipped it in the dish. Yeah, there's a lot of like, like They're just totally like not thinking about it, and it didn't make any sense. Right. And it also reminds me of um, Pharaoh in Egypt when the Israelites... So you think Aslan blinded her on purpose? Yeah. I mean, I feel like she was just kind of stupid for... Okay. Like things where she didn't think about certain things for the time because it wasn't time. <laughs> but also like, okay, a writer's job is harder than God's because they, if it really happened, it really happened. But if uh, it didn't really happen, you have to make it believable. So it's like, all right, she would have thought. Watching it. it this time or whatever, maybe the second or third time. Uh-huh. I think it was the second time when we started to question why, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I so, think like, it was the second I've time. never thought of that until this time when we were watching it, and we literally watched it three times in a row. <laughs> right. And I've all of them are, like, right on the edge of, like, she should have just killed him. But I feel like the third, or the BBC version, mm-hmm. explained it the best as to why she didn't. Like, the the inner monologue was being said aloud, I guess. Right. When it came mm-hmm. to killing him. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, he's got more information. He she can lead. He can lead me to the other three. And we I can, can use that bartering ship, and then like eventually, that's not the way they wanted to do it anymore because we're getting close too close to Aslan, right? And then he could be rescued, and now we need to kill him, right? And like, I think the well, if I kill the one, then the prophecy can't be fulfilled because there's only three, not four. So this is better than better I was than hoping nothing. to have all four, but this is better than nothing." Yeah, I think that was... was kind of part of the reasoning. Yeah, that's kind of her plan, right? To get all four of them and kill them all. Right. Like, and use the one that she has to get the other three, I feel like. Right. Like you said, it's bait. Right. But like, Which is kind of said in all of them, but 
I feel like if there's a prophecy that you want to not want to not happen, then you just pick it apart and like, you know, hey, the prophecy is verbatim this. And if this verbatim doesn't happen, then I win and do that, you know, <laughs> keep that little thing from happening. And, you know, you win. So I don't understand. But, you know, uh, I feel like in, in the book, it, it flows pretty well. I mean, on years and years of watching the 2005 version, I didn't think of that at all. Right. Um she doesn't even, even try after to watching kill watching it this time, I, don't think. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we watched that one first. Out of the... Yeah. Yeah. It's the other one that kind of made it. Of course, we, we, were, we had already seen it. So it we we're more, right. you know, trying to pick something, pick, pick up on things that and, are different and right. stuff. So we're thinking more. Right. Uh, so just randomly picking a movie to watch for no reason. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, I really got trapped into this whole thing. Um, no, I'm, I'm pretty kidding. sure I'm you fun. suggested this movie. Probably, it was, be- but also because I knew you would go for it, so it's really your fault, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you created the own trap, your uh, own trap. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I think in the in the 2005 version, they don't address it at all. Like she's trying to get all of them. She's being really mean to Edmund. She has her pretty has him pretty well in her hands like he's being guarded by minotaurs and stuff not just like one dwarf except for when she leaves him alone with the dwarf and then they he gets you know (laughs) he gets rescued immediately um but in the other ones they're like well we should use him the dwarf or i different versions give this line to different characters but you know we could use him as bargaining as a bargaining chip we could you know use him as a trap oh just for him to be uh rescued so, okay, so we'll kill him. Oh, so we'll kill him at the stone table. Well, Aslan's at the stone table. Okay, well, then we'll use a tree. So mm-hmm. that versions of that conversation go on in, the, in like all the other versions, but not in the 2005 version. So you don't, right. they don't call attention to it. Right. And he seems pretty well in hand the whole time. So like he's in jail. He's not just like wandering around or, you know, he's like in. Right, right. Right next to the queen in the middle of their camp and whatever. So, I don't know. They don't have Edmund get the crust of bread in the animated one. Right. Which I think was in the book. Yes. You said. Mm-hmm. They don't do it like the book in the 2005 version, I don't right. believe, because like, there's the whole Mr. Thomas is also tied up there and mm-hmm. another thing where he gives them information and he shouldn't because right. Thomas is sitting there and going to get whatever... See that's what that I that's probably why I don't question it because he's feeding Cause he's he's always slowly giving them information exactly yeah feeding her information bit by bit and so every time he's useful she's like okay I'll keep this guy around a little bit longer because he might have more useful information that he hasn't told me yet right or whatever mm-hmm. right that's why yeah that would explain why we yeah never thought about it because right. it doesn't and I don't have time to get it all out of him right now because we have to go because what he just told me necessitates action immediately right so we don't have time for this right hmm so i feel like 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 i said all of the 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 cartoon is the most faithful to the book mm-hmm. and the, there are just a couple random things that aren't necessarily included yeah. more than anything but it is just but they're not they're not bad it's not like exclusions. like the crust of bread it's not really necessary right <laughs> there's right. nothing right and that's super important and then 
in the 2005 version, I feel like all of the changes were like good changes. The the river scene completely added of them. Uh, oh yeah, not necessary. Although in the BBC exciting. version, I think it was the BBC version. The what? The the witch references having to go around a certain way in order to make it across the river. Right. I'm terrible with geography, so it's all like whenever they're like, oh, we got to cross it over here. I'm like, okay. Because when they were in the castle, when she was giving Morgrim the instructions on what to do, she said, we're going to have to go around because we need to be able to cross at this certain place. And of course, she has the sleigh, which they call the sledge. Yeah, yeah. That's just a British, like kind of kind of old-timey uh word for sleigh okay um they would have to go a certain way they can't just take any sort of terrain in order to be mm. successful that way right. so that's probably why she had to go that way the d- reindeer that pull her sleigh by the she way called them horses are just horses in that she really? called them horses <laughs> she said untie the horses they'll be able to find their way back to the castle you're right hmm. Don't so like, why, why they're horses with weird horn things coming Maybe that out was part of their like, like a goat kind of yeah, <laughs> maybe that's part of their reins and all that. You know, I mean, all that stuff. it definitely was in real life. Yes, but yeah, I but maybe I don't know if that was supposed to be, to be with the characters. It or should have been made out of metal or something. If that was the case, if they were ornamental and not supposed to be part of their right, because they were anatomy. white, which would have blended in instead yeah. of been silver like the rest of it. Yeah, you're right. So I feel like it was supposed to be part of the horse to make it look a little more magical and fantastical. Mythical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mythical. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, I, there was another, there's another difference that I was going to bring up the, maybe the bells thing there, the get my sleigh without the bells. I'm like, okay, the, I don't know. It was just weird that they didn't mention that in the 2005 version and all the other ones mentioned it. They didn't? Yeah. Cause I, that, that was the first time I'd ever heard that when we watched the oh, okay. cartoon. Interesting. And it's in the book. That makes me want to watch it again. We watched so we watched the 2005 one like last weekend. Uh huh. And so it's been the longest since we've seen that okay. one. It's harder for me to remember some of the stuff. That's the one I've seen the most. So it's like and it's the one me. I've seen the least. Okay. So that's why I'm like, uh, really? Mm. Hence why that's my favorite, probably. Um. And I mean, I like it. I like them all. Right. I I can't say I dislike any of them really. The cartoon is good for a cartoon. It's a little low budget. All the sound design is kind of... And then the the music is kind of not there. And the animation's pretty simple. Right. Um, the BBC, but the story is... The story's like verbatim. Literally the book. Yeah. So... Um, the BBC version... Did I already start doing this? I feel like we're going to need to wrap it up pretty, pretty soon here. The... This is kind of wrapping it up if we okay. want to. Yeah, good. The that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm also like forgetting things. The um, BBC version. Mm-hmm. I'm like the actors are not great, and some of the like all of the set stuff is just like oh my gosh, they really didn't. They were were really hamstrung by a lot of like money constraints and like technology at the time. Which is one of the things that I like about it. I like the fact that the beavers are real humans. I like the fact <laughs> so that the bad. wolf is a real human. <laughs> like you know they're just in costume so right. they're like the same size as the peep you know as the kids or whatever Mm-mm. um beavers really what i'm referring to there and he's almost like the where when like, i think they're more like a werewolf fun. in that yeah kind of mogram 
mm-hmm. which kind of is like mm, he's not supposed to be a werewolf, <laughs> right? Um, I just I just appreciated the fact that they it was all real people instead of just some CGI whatever. Mm. Um, the C- some of the CGI in the 2005 version doesn't really hold up just because they have like they literally spent all their time on Aslan. Yeah, anything else isn't super kind of dodgy. Yeah, the the beavers are really good. Okay, I can't even picture the beavers. The be exactly it, well. I mean, you, so you never have any problems are. with the beaver beavers, really. The the one that kind of stands out is the the shot with the the wolves breaking into the the dam because you get uh real like I guess they're huskies, real husky, real husky CGI uh, wolf, and you're just like, oh man, I can really tell that that's the right. CGI one. Mm-hmm. Like goodness gracious, you're so yeah. shiny and. <laughs> perfect and whatever yeah yeah Yeah, the huskies were cool yeah but yeah you could tell absolutely but if you're looking for something that's like almost like a stage production type the bbc version would be a really good good one because it's to me that's kind of what it yeah it really does look like that i think it's funny i don't know why this is it might it might be budgetary constraints that there are some costumes that i feel like they should have doubled up on and there is no duplicate like the like Aslan having a stuff version. There's no stuff version. It's just the one costume, as far as I can tell, that they mm-hmm. use for him. Um, all of the like makes me wonder woodland, if they cut the mane off. After, at, like they shot that, was, that like, scene the last. last so yeah. <laughs> wow, interesting. Or hmm, yeah, maybe. I mean, that would have been a stuffed one, right? It moved its eyes and stuff the same. Right. Like, they could have put it on a different body. Mm-hmm. The head part, because I feel like it would have come off. Okay, right, but there were, I'm saying there aren't like people inside that just laying on their sides. Right, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. Okay, interesting. So why didn't they? I'm just saying they could have had the white witch die the same right. way in that one as it should have. Yeah, right. Uh, and then what was the other one? Oh, the wolf. Like uh, there was another. Wolf. What did they? What did they do for the other wolf that came back? There was just a dog. It was just a dog. Yeah. That's why I was like, why didn't they have somebody else wear the costume or have another? They would have needed another that. actor. Had to pay him probably. I, don't yeah, know. I guess that's why. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like the those two. They should have doubled up on the costume because there's there were two that should have looked like that. Well, and to even like question it more in the animated one, <laughs> it's the same voice the same for actor. both yeah. wolves. And the wolves look identical. Like yeah. you can't even tell. Like I'm like, so which one died? Because I feel like it should have been Mulgrim, which mm-hmm. wasn't his name in that one. But Fenris. And then they say that Mulgrim died. Fenris. And it's like the same voice. And I'm like, okay, so who are you? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. But yep. anyway, and then if you're looking for modern, great movie. I mean, yeah, it's an epic movie. Mm. It's really good. It's got decent action in it. It's got some hero heroism. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, in like, Peter's a little more heroic yep. in the 2005 one, like with the whole ice mm-hmm. and water thing. Hold on to me on the river. Yeah, and um, even the fight with the wolf. Really, that's definitely the best one. Okay. Yeah. I um, mean, the BBC version literally turns into a stage play at that point because yeah, the kinda, background like mm-hmm. fades and turns it, the red. Yeah, and it turns red, and it becomes. You could tell 
that it's just painted backgrounds in a stage. It's like, why did they do this? Yeah, I feel like it was a that reshoot. whole thing was like seemed like it was very green screen because <clears throat> they always had they didn't have green that screen. weird outline around their head and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, they're okay. You're right. There in was that some whole I that whole scene even after the like red wall thing. Yeah, was over. Yeah, but yeah, um, they definitely add some stuff in the 2005 version. So if you're looking mm-hmm. for Just what like Leas what C.S. Lewis said, you don't want that one. <laughs> But, like I but said, if it doesn't matter the, to you, then all the changes I've felt were good ones. I mean, I didn't mind. Like I didn't notice. Right. Not that I knew what the book said, but I didn't notice <laughs> that they were different from the ones that I grew up watching. Right. Until we watched them back to back to back. Right. Um, like I said, character development, which we'll maybe someday get into with the Prince Caspian one, mm-hmm. is not quite what I would want it to be. Like I said, they're not as happy. They're bigger. Right. just all to all around in just with each version, other yeah. in the newest one yeah um but other than that i really can't complain about it right everything's as equally as creepy in my opinion when it comes to <laughs> the bad guys so if you want your yeah. little kid to watch it you might want to yeah depending uh, on how scared they get with things like seriously i didn't watch this is probably the first time that i've ever seen this quote-unquote scary parts in all three of these movies was this week. Right. Like, I've never... I've always closed my eyes for when she summons the bad guys in the stone table parts. Like... Yep. Always close my eyes. It's creepy. And even for some of the fighting scenes, even though it's, like, less creepy because there's the good guys there and you can kind of just, like, (laughs) squint your eyes and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the which is funny about the 2005 version because like they're all pretty realistic looking in the dark you know especially compared to the rest mm-hmm. the other two three the worst whatever. one is that weird bat thing the harpy i guess yeah in the 2005 like they didn't do face. very good with that one it's kind of weird it looks oh. animated oh you think so yeah okay that one especially is... when it's flying away okay I guess to me it lo- to me it doesn't look real. It look it looks fake. I feel like it has weight to it. Like it's like struggling to get up and fly away. So I I just like that. I don't know. And it is it is also the one that gets up close closest to the camera. So it's under the most scrutiny compared to the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like the two thousand five version the best, and then probably the cartoon, and then the BBC version. Just because I I'm like. It's hard to get I past would, some I would, honestly, I would have to say that too. Okay. <laughs> In that order. Nice. If I was going to watch them, that's the order I'd watch them. Nice. In fact, you know, if I had to choose, and then this, oh wait, that one's not available, but these two are, then I'd yeah, right. pick the animated over the BBC. BBC is just long. That's true too. Um, Animated isn't, near, isn't as long. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty sim- they're pretty on the same level to me the BBC and the animated one I don't know if that's because I grew up with both of them or not could be but um there was something I was going to complain about that I, I just like I like them both equally but I definitely I like the newer ones better I just wish they'd have stuck right. to the book more right some of the verbatim stuff is just like nobody talks like that anymore I don't, I don't know about this yeah I just I think that Disney took out some of the allegorical parts. Like we talked about the muzzle and stuff. And so that's why I wish it would have stuck more. Okay. 
I feel like also we're drawing more out of it than probably C.S. Lewis intentionally put in there. Which is possible. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, last thing, then we'll wrap it up. I really didn't like in the cartoon that, sorry to <laughs> end on a complaint, but I just thought it was really funny that he looked like a devil because he's like red with horns. Oh, Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus in the cartoon. Sorry. And, uh, all the other fawns hat were like their skin was skin colored, you know. Mm-hmm. They were well, excuse me. They were white and not like there's no humans that are just like blood red, right? Right. He did kind of look be, evil. Yeah, and they're supposed to be half human. And I'm wondering, like, I don't remember him being that dark, so I'm wondering if it's like was kind of enhanced a little bit. All the other colors the weren't was. like off. When we, the Maybe that's we true. Um, so to end on a little bit more of a positive <laughs> note, which Kay. goes with what you were saying, my favorite Mr. Tumnus was the BBC version. Interesting. Why is that? Um, I, I, he was the least scary looking to you me. Think he's less scary than. I don't know. I just like, I think he, he seemed kinder to me than any of them. Um, hmm. and I just liked his costume. I liked the way that they made him like super hairy. And <laughs> I don't. I think weird. the pants that they had for the fawns in the BBC version was cool. Those were impressive. Those were very impressive. Because I've thought about that. Like, how would you make uh, a human whose like uh, knees bend backwards? How would you make their legs look like their knees are like the opposite way, or you know, they're like an extra joint in there? And they kind of had him. Walk on his uh, walk on his tiptoes a little bit, like on the balls of his feet, and they just made the the pants like so big that they were able to like make an extra angle in it, like because mm-hmm. the his like thighs were so huge mm-hmm. that you know they were able to like put his knee in a different place. I was like, oh, dude, that yeah, is so I mean- good. The costuming, it was pretty, I mean, I think it was pretty impressive for most of that. What they didn't spend money on was costumes for the four kids because they literally wore the same thing the entire time until the very end when they're getting crowned. (laughs) They were in their clothes that they took out of the wardrobe. Right. They didn't have armor at all. They didn't have armor. The girls didn't have pretty dresses because that's one of the things I love about the line uh, or the 2005 version is the dress that Susan wears. I just think it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, Wait, which uh, is like the purple one? It's, I mean, it's just the, it's really the shape of it because they're okay. all very similar, but that's I can't true. remember okay. who, I can't remember which one she wears. I just know that I'm, all I can picture is the Prince Caspian ones, but I know she <laughs> wears the same kind of dress in the. It's basically one. the same. Yeah. It's yeah. different colors. Because when they get, because they'd been in the river, so they're kind of wet and everything, mm-hmm. and then when they get there, they kind of get to change and. Right, they get new clothes because otherwise they yeah. catch hypothermia. And they pretty stay quickly. there for a while, which is another thing. They wouldn't still be in their. Cl- <laughs> yeah. Most likely in their same clothes because they spent so many nights at different places and. Right. Stuff. Somebody would have had clothes that. Yeah. You would think. Well, well, considering, tea know. and. Bread and stuff appeared out of nothing. I'm pretty sure somebody could clothes could have yeah. been somewhere. Yeah, Father Christmas depends. maybe or something. There you go. Yeah, Father Christmas could have done it. Yeah. All right. That about it. I believe so. Cool.
thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Susan, for being uh, for coming on this journey with me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we should uh, we should do Prince Caspian sometime. Yes. I found that book. I was try- dude. I was trying to find the. I have a an anthology like foot thick book of all seven Narnia books, and I cannot find it. I'm like, well, here's the complete works of Arthur. Conan Doyle, all the Sherlock, you know, uh, books. Here's the all three Lord of the Rings in one book. Here's this other giant book. Here's a dictionary. Here's a c- I couldn't find the one giant book that I needed <laughs> in all my boxes. Like, oh my gosh! But you did find Prince Caspian. I did find my little, you know, just Prince Caspian. And apparently, you can find the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe online for free. Yeah, if any of you are looking to yep. read it, you just Lion, Witch, Wardrobe free. And you Google that, and it's like the first result. It's great. Save <laughs> we... this whole podcast. It was like, I'm not doing this unless I know what the book says, too, because I'm just going to be like, I think the book says this, but I'm not sure the whole time. Right. And that would just be annoying. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, where can they find you, Susan? Maybe only on Twitter, <laughs> at Prov31Susan. Ah, interesting. So we're not we're not plugging the other. I could say plexusworldwide.com slash Susan Ice. <laughs> Plexus Plexus. Susan is a Plexus um what do they call it now? Ambassador? That's the thing I was gonna talk about. Oh. Oh. You have two things. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna remind you of the other thing. Okay. Uh yeah. So say that again. What is it? Plexus Worldwide. Plexusworldwide.com. Plexus is spelled P L E X U S worldwide.com slash Susan Ice I C E. And if you spend any time on Facebook, you might already know what this is, but I promise it's a great product. Uh you can find me at Game in the Box wherever you care to find me. Thank you to Troy for being a patron. That's patreon.com slash Gabe in the Box. Uh, you're welcome for that emoji movie, sir. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, it was a lot of work and, uh, until next time, which we might talk about Prince Caspian. Yay. Thank you. And goodbye. Goodbye. Are we counting to 10 and then just, yeah, we'll just do it. It'll just be at the end. So it'll be easy to find. Okay, you had for forget we had some. Uh, you had two cool things happen: the plexus thing, and one of your coworkers came back. So whichever one you want to. Well, the coworkers coming back, but I wasn't sure I'm ready to say back. that on here yet. Oh, because it's not happening till June, so I don't want the wrong person to hear this. Okay, fine. All right, future Gabe, scratch that from the record. Okay, so before wait. Okay, before we forget that you've got no, <laughs> and you had two other exciting things happen. Uh, this no, I, we're only doing the one thing. I implied so I implied the. Don't put this in. Right. I implied the coworker thing. Uh huh. Without saying it already. Right. In the podcast. Right. Because I was thinking of it. Yeah. But I, I wasn't could tell. thinking and of the say that. Right. So I don't I feel like I don't need to talk about the Okay. Coworker thing. And something exciting happened to you this week, right? Yes. Uh, um <laughs> when we were starting to record this, I like, nothing happened to me. I don't have anything and then <laughs> we're in the middle of recording this, so I'm like, Oh 
Something amazing <laughs> happened to me this week. You're giving away all the editing. Shush. It was seamless. <laughs> um, so. I guess we talk about it l- later. So We talk about it like a bunch of times. <laughs> um, oh, dear. So I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the company called Plexus. Mm-hmm. There are people who have no idea what you're talking about. There are people who are like, ugh. Every other Facebook mom is doing plexus and uh. <laughs> so I'm um, sorry to those people. All right, like yes, um, plexus. For those of you who do not know, uh-huh. is like because the people who know and already hate it. I'm sorry. Just is mainly focused this. on <laughs> gut health. Yeah. Um. So it's there's like probiotics and prebiotics and. And it, uh, you started taking it, what, like a year and a half ago? Two years. Two years. I've been okay. taking the products for two years. Right. Um, I was not the type of person who wanted to sell the products to people. Nope. Um, definitely not the type who's typically outgoing enough to do that kind of thing. Nope. Um, <laughs> but. Neither am I. The products have d- changed my life so much um, that I can't help but actually tell people about it like hey so if they're suffering from allergies too that i suffered from like hey listen right because i know this thing that works because i've done it if you want to do it right the 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 big thing was the the allergies that you got rid of yes i originally signed up for plexus because i heard that jordan and sarah taylor didn't have seasonal allergies anymore after taking it and your seasonal allergies were like huge yeah i mean i felt like i was suffocating kind of that's yeah with um like my mom couldn't open the windows if there were flowers in the house i'd know immediately right it's like, terrible if the one window in the house in the kitchen like where i wasn't even near i and would know could, it was open and you could feel it yeah um it's horrible i'm i when you it was probably like our first year the first year that uh new year's like I was at your your parents' house, and somebody opened a window, or somebody wanted to open the window. I was like, "Oh, we can't because Susan's here." I was like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Why wouldn't you be able to open a? W- she that picky about opening a window? She's like, no, like she's that allergic to the outside that we can't open a window." I was like, "What?" Right. That's crazy. And that, what's even more crazy that's horrible. is the out al- like I didn't have any allergies to outdoors until maybe si- it's been 6 years ago. That's right. the first like I thought I was sick for a long period of time and finally I went to see a nurse practitioner and I was like, "Hey, I think I have this cold and I just can't can't seem to get it to go away." And she's like, "Actually, it's seasonal allergies." And I'm like, "What?" Right. She's like, "Yeah, you're probably going to have problems until thanksgiving and this was like march or something june something oh, okay and um i was like what yeah that's <laughs> and so like, she's like yeah like you don't want to get on claritin and stuff you know all the things and so right. i did that and i could breathe again which was nice but claritin also <laughs> messed me up in other ways right um so i didn't want that to be the semi-permanent fix if you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and once i heard about jordan and sarah this was like a few years later right i was just like it's worth a try to me and so i tried it and within six months i could tell that it was working it wasn't like super gone i will say plexus is not one of those 
immediate fix things. Like right. it takes time for your body to clean out the stuff in it that's causing the issues and so like maintain the good bacteria and all this stuff. It's a it, the more time you give it, the better it's going to be, the better your results are going to be. Um right. cuz your body is basically like in it's an it has an, its own like ecosystem and is like a yeah. biome like you know literally uh, <laughs> yeah and like you know in like the same way that a tropical island is uh one kind of biome and the you know forest in the arctic is one kind of biome and it, it works all together you know without like humans having to go okay all right squirrels now you go over here and you have your little family over here and then the you know the foxes are gonna eat you and you know you're gonna you know, take care of, you know, the populations and stuff. We don't have to do any of that stuff. It does it all by itself. And so the body works in, you know, its own way to to keep itself running. Right. And when you kill off parts of it, it messes things up. Right. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> I started taking the products. I initially started with what's called the triplex system, which is like a drink mix. Kind of tastes right. like a... This is, is this an ad now? What are we doing? <laughs> and um, I did um, the cleanse and the ProBio 5. Right. So and I'm starting if you want to know, yes, you got it. Yep. In the mail yesterday. So I'm like, digestion Very is excited. good. I've had some problems with uh, digestion in, in the past and it sucks. And also allergies suck. I don't have like very Super bad, bad allergies, but like yeah. just wanted to be healthy. Yours will probably clean up really quick too. Like yeah, it takes less time. I've heard that it's like a month for every year that you've had the symptom. Okay. Interesting. So I, I, um, my thing was like, I don't eat super well. I'm pretty lazy, so I don't cook much for myself. And, uh, so I'm just like, I just want some like, you know, vitamins that work. So we'll, 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 we'll go ahead and try this. It helps Susan out. We'll go, tr we'll go ahead and try this. Right. So anyway, over the first year I was pretty much taking triplex. And then as the next year started, I added some more things. So I'm taking a lot of the products now. Yes. Um, but I recently was able to. Here's the exciting part. Guys. Yes. Move my ambassadorship. <laughs> not that you're, you getting rid of all your allergies. Good. Yeah. And oh, it's way more than allergies. I just want to say real quick. Okay. Um, it's allergies. Seasonal allergies are gone. My skin has cleared up amazingly. I, a coworker actually said to me this, or <laughs> accidentally said to me, she thought she was texting someone else, but she was texting yeah, me directly. This so um, she said, yeah, this girl, she's been taking this stuff and her skin used to be red and blotchy and now it just glows all the time and it <laughs> looks amazing. And she didn't know she was talking to me about me. Mm -hmm. She was describing me to her daughter, or right. at least so she thought. And she's so like, I was oh, like, wow. So people other than myself have noticed the difference um, even in my skin. Right. Um, and then like digestion. Which I had lots of issues with digestion. Right. Um, your, your digestion affects your like skin like anybody who oh, yeah. has eaten too much chocolate and then broken out it's like well yeah duh you, you right. know how that works and also like i've heard like specific like spots on your face are like 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 right under your lip it's like oh yeah if you have problems right there and like on the sides of your nose you, that means like you have like just a little bit like worse digestion than you should and i don't that's know if that's exactly true, where i would get see there you go the very painful kind yep. of pimples and 
stuff. I wonder if that's why I got pimples like right in the middle of my head all the time. I always thought they were like uh, stress because it always every was, like, once right in a while before. I would get one right here too. Like those are the three places that I would get it. Never anywhere on my like cheeks or anything. Like it was, dude. I, I don't know if I talked about this before, but it was like the most annoying thing. Every t- every year we'd have a dance <laughs> yeah. in yeah. May, and uh, every year, like two weeks or so before that, a week before, I'd have this giant pimple in the middle of my forehead. I'm like, how does this keep happening? And right. I can't get rid of it. I can't stop it. It just happens every year. The one year is like. It's hot in the beginning of May in California. So I was like, oh, maybe it's like just like swelling, right? Because I can't like just get rid of it like a normal pimple. You just and mm-hmm. it's gone. It just so I like took a, a a chunk of ice and sat out on the back porch, back porch, back steps and like just held it up to my face and just was like, let's see if the swelling goes. It helped a lot. Right. But mm-hmm. I wonder if that was like and it was just, it was the anno- most annoying thing I was like. It's horrible going to a dance like please please pimple go away um i wonder if that was uh digestion i yeah, don't know could have been possible it's a weird seasonal thing but whatever so recently my <laughs> when you sign up for a plexus you can be a re- retail customer a preferred customer or um what they call an ambassador which is more like just the, being a member and yeah. um you can either sell it or you can treat it like Amazon Prime. Right, you can just use it so that you get the best deal. And right. so when I signed up, I signed up as an ambassador so that I would get the best price for my products, not intending to sell it at all. Cuz you've been an ambassador for a while, right? You had to like pretty much 2 years. I right. I'd, I'd been an ambassador for a while. I was under someone who wasn't going to work the business anymore and I wanted to be under Sarah Taylor cuz she's the real reason that I signed up in the first place. Long story I'm not going to go yeah. into. Now I'm officially under Sarah Taylor and I just re-signed up as an ambassador and I have started building your my team, team quote unquote to it, say yeah. um and just sharing it really with Everybody that anybody that will listen, really, because I love them and I want them to feel good and have the same um, benefits that I've had. Right. And so this week I went silver mm-hmm. as an ambassador, which is like the first tier. And I've only been an amba- like re-ambassador for a week. Right. So in, in like seven days, I went silver. That's always great. Uh, the fast start when you're starting this type of thing is always great. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm very excited. I worked very, very hard to go it was sober. It's a real roller coaster getting there. Yeah. So. I was very stressed out mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the days. Yeah. And then you were like really sad because it wasn't like working. And it didn't the next look like it was going like, to happen. Poof, and then it all worked. Yep. And I was very <laughs> bouncing off the walls. I yeah. was so happy. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't even <laughs> process it. Um, She's like calling me, calling everybody, like, hey, Gabe, I I, made it. It did it. It worked. It all happened. They all said yes. yes. (laughs) Um, So, if anybody is interested, it'll say it at the end, but I can say it here. It's plexusworldwide.com slash Susan Ice, and plexus is spelled P L E X U S. Yep. And you can always uh, DM Susan, correct? Yes. You can always DM me, and I think there's like an email option on the website as well if you want to contact me. If Start putting interested. it in the show notes. That would be, be great. More than happy to answer any questions that you might have. Yes, yes. And I'll I'll mention later, you know, I, I guess six months from now, <laughs> I'll tell you how my skin's doing and how my 
Right, yeah. Soon. We can get updates on how you're doing. Be great. Be real good. Okay. Thanks. Sorry if that was too much of an ad. Nah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>